Every week we bring you what we call a prophecy update. All we do is uh, read the things that are happening in the world, the news, the posts online and all that, and we think of them in terms of Bible prophecy and what the Bible has predicted will happen in the last days. And since we take Bible prophecy literally, we think that those two things ought to line up, and of course they do. This week I want to talk about advances in technology that sound eerily like what the Apostle John saw in his visions on the Isle of Patmos when he received the revelation of Jesus Christ in the first century. He saw, one of the things he saw was a cashless society in which people would conduct business by means of some sort of a personal identifier. Later, this economic system would be used by the man we call the Antichrist to identify those who had also sworn allegiance to him. So people will be using this cashless system with personal identifiers, a mark on their hand or forehead, and then in the middle of the future tribulation, the Antichrist will declare himself God, and he'll say that if you don't swear allegiance to me, I'm cutting you off from all economic involvement in society. India has just launched a universal ID system that uses biometrics. Here are excerpts from a September 13 article describing that. India has launched an ambitious program to fit each of its 1.2 billion residents with a unique identification number, UID. Each number will be tied into three pieces of biometric data, fingerprints, all ten digits, iris scans, both eyes, and a picture of the face. Starting this month, the unique identification authority of India will begin processing people in various locations around the country. This organization aims to slowly roll out the program through February of 2011 and to identify 600 million people in the next four years alone. It's a mammoth program. While residents are not mandated to get a unique ID, a growing list of services including social welfare and even some bank accounts will soon require the identification number. If successful, this will be the first biometrically verified universal ID uh, implemented on a national scale. India is forging new ground, drawing both fears and hopes of what a national ID number may bring with it. Along the lines of personal identifiers, a September 15 article posted by SingularityHub.com was titled, In the debate over RFID tagging, children are the new testing ground. Here's some excerpts from that article. RFID tags are already embedded in millions of products you buy, and your children could be next. In the ongoing debate over privacy and surveillance, radio frequency ID tags, RFID tags, occupy a very interesting position. They are invaluable when tracking goods, allowing modern corporations to manage their inventories quickly and cheaply. If applied to humans, such ID tags could help with disaster relief, security, and emergency health care. Schools the world over continue to toy with the ideas of placing tags on students to help monitor their attendance and keep them safe. Are we raising a generation that feels comfortable being tagged and tracked? Schools in Japan, the UK, and other countries have been conducting trials for RFID tracking of students for years. Usually a small RFID tag, which looks vaguely like a maze of metal, will be embedded in clothing or on a badge. Electronic receivers at doors interact with the tags, and a central system keeps track of student locations and movements. Such a system is set to be tested in Contra Costa County in California, 
where preschoolers will be given a jersey to wear with ARFID inside. The school hopes to save money by keeping teachers from spending time taking attendance and allow them to focus on educating the kids. The testing on very young children is typical. Preschoolers are like a swarm of bees, hard to keep track of visually and with much the same temperament uh, to being herded. Automated attendance can save a lot of time. Furthermore, at this young age, it is much more dangerous for children to be left unwatched or allowed to wander on their own. ARFID is seen as increasing student safety. Meanwhile, the trend towards a cashless society, which is also part of this, continues. Again, on September 13th, an article originally published in World Coin News stated this, Sweden may be a member of the European Union, but to date it has opted not to join the, EU, uh, the EU's currency union. If some people in Sweden have their way, it may never be necessary to join the currency union since they would rather see all coins and banknotes replaced with debit and credit cards. In other words, a cashless society. And so... This is just a quick survey of tech news. The world is trending towards a single personal identifier involving uh, technology very similar to what John saw on the island of Patmos. At some point, you won't be able to work or conduct business without it. In India, uh, it's totally voluntary unless you want to participate in society. And then you're going to have to have this number. And we're, we're making a leap here in saying this, but I think you would agree with me that as the future unfolds, uh, it just makes sense rather than pulling out your card or your ID card or whatever it would be, they're going to put the number on you somehow in a chip or in an uh, electronic tattoo or something like that. I mean, this is where we're headed. And though we may have uh, terrible fears about this, uh, this is what's going to happen. And our children and our children's children, if uh, we're around that long, uh, they will have no problem with this kind of technology. This is just the kind of thing that was thought impossible not just in the year 2000, but until very recently. We're talking about the very recent future, uh, or past, I should say, when these things became possible. But the Bible saw them over 2,000 years ago. I remind you that although we follow the fulfillment of Bible prophecy in the area of technology and the nation of Israel and the nations that are going to attack Israel, all of those kinds of things, we're not really waiting for a prophecy to be fulfilled so that Jesus can return. The Lord himself and his apostles said that the resurrection of the church age saints and the rapture of living believers could take place at any moment. It is presented in scripture as an imminent any moment event. And so nothing ever needs to be fulfilled before the Lord can return for us. We thus are only waiting for him and his coming is always imminent. We look at these trends in the world to see just how rapidly we're moving towards the inevitable uh, great tribulation spoken of. We're going to miss all that because we have to be raptured out before it. And so the question every week is, are you really ready for Jesus to return? Get ready, stay ready, keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming. Amen.